What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Popular.com Welcome to our listeners and truth seekers out there in the great beyond and the tri-state area to Portal to Possibility, the finest resource for truth and insight on your AM dial. I am F. Lincoln Morrow, professor of cryptozoology, researcher, media personality, and internet blogger. Each week we will take a topic of law, myth, and science fiction and delve deep into its implications and the truth lying murky just below the surface. You are in for a treat today, listeners, as you embark on a feast for the senses. A veritable cacophony of creation is before you today, truth seeker. On this inaugural program, myself and producer Stacy hey. will delight and thrill you with all things mysterious and unknown as we research heretofore undiscovered species and discuss the possibility of life beyond what is verifiably proven. Truth seekers, you have but taken a tiny step into the hidden cosmos, and when you come out the other side, you will be a changed person. Changed for the better? I certainly hope so. But only after one looks into the face of the unknown can we tell if the human mind can handle the greater knowledge that resides just out of view. Let us now collectively draw back the curtain of our minds and... Oh, hey, uh, am I late? Crap. I just got us donuts. And welcome, my co-host and partner in research... Dark. I did have coffee, but the coffee was super hot, and I dropped it in the parking lot of the donut hut. But I saved the donuts, so score! I figured uh, we'd still be thirsty, though, so I stopped at the Piggly Wiggly on the way and got a gallon of milk, which I just realized we don't have any cups. So uh, I guess we can just take turns chugging the jug, if you know what I mean. Chugging the jug, chugging the jug. <laughs> uh, Stacy, you want a crawler? Yeah, please. I apologize for the interruption, truth seekers. I was going to get to introducing my colleagues after my opening thoughts, but I guess I'll skip ahead. I'm sure I will we'll have another opportunity to impart my theory of xenophobic antimatter at a later date. I'm sure your curiosity has been piqued by this new arrival. Far be it from me to delay the gratification of knowledge, truth seekers. Clark, would you like to introduce yourself? What up? Where are my people at? Yo, check it. I'm Clark Dark, writer of the Into the Darkness blog, where I update daily on my research into the strange and otherworldly. I'm a Squatch hunter, first and foremost. You know what they say, Squatching ain't easy, but it sure is fun. 
You can check out my 24-hour Squatch Watch video feed at www.clarkdarkness.com where I also have some sweet merch for sale. Got to make that Skrilla what what? How delightfully self-serving. Thank you, Clark. Now, a very special welcome to Stacy Gelman, who is our producer and audio technician here at Portal to Possibility. Stacy, would you like to say a few words? Um, thank you. While you finish masticating that curler, I'll start. Clark and I actually met through Stacy. Uh, yes, I uh, studied marine biology in college, and during the research from my final thesis, I stumbled upon the works of uh, Dr. Morrow. He has some fascinating articles about undiscovered species in the deepest parts of the ocean. We started a correspondence. He was a great help. Ah, yes, the sea. Ah, Earth's one last mystery. In fact, we will be discussing a creature of the deep on today's program. And then Clark I knew because... We dated. Well, no, not really. We totally dated. I mean, we went out once together. He knew my roommate. We dated so hard. Clark was friends with my roommate Cindy's boyfriend, Ted. And we maybe went out together as a group. Anyway, Clark got me into reading his blog, and I actually became a big fan of his. Let's move on to what we are all here for, and what you, truth seekers, are here for. Monsters! Well, I mean, yes. Though that word carries a stigma throughout the scientific community, I prefer to think of them as undiscovered species. Animals, fascinating in their elusive nature, but describable in empirical terms. Isn't that what's truly remarkable about them? That while they dwell in mystery, they are still members of... Are we going to talk about vampires? What? You said something about vampirical terms. I know lots about vampires. Uh, they can do all kinds of sh- uh, Ooh, I mean, uh, is that going to be a problem? Ooh, darn it, is going to be a problem? It's, it's okay, just move on. Empirical terms, not vampirical term. Empiricals is in agreed upon to be real. Vampires are obviously not real. There's a difference between mystery and myth. But for tonight... Yes, they are. What? Uh, vampires are too real. Stacy. Uh, they're not sexy, though. That's where people get it wrong. Uh, there are no sexy vampires, people. That's silly. I mean, unless you're into bestiality, I guess then they might be. Uh, to each his own. Um, could you pass me a cream filled? This is exactly why the scientific community treats cryptozoology like one big fat joke. While men like myself and Dr. Jeff Meldrum and John Bindenagel are out there trying to find evidence, hard evidence, Evidence that could help prove that bipedal hominids other than human beings walk the North American continent. People like you, flakos like you, are running around with their iPhones trying to catch ghosts whispering in abandoned barns and trying to decipher the code of the Mothman. Oh, I've got a good shot of the Mothman on my phone here. Uh, It's kind of blurry. Wait, uh, hold on. That's my last game of Candy Crush. The Mothman was a Sandhill Crane! That's it! Not a government-funded genetic experiment. Not a missing link between humans and birds. Of course not. I'm with you, Lincoln. I want to dispel rumors and look into real monsters. Besides, uh, the Mothman is an extraterrestrial that was sent here to make contact with us. In Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Have you ever been? It's not just a clever name. It's very pleasant. And commercial break. Holy Jesus, you guys. I told you, Stacy, I told you this wasn't going to work. He is a lunatic. I'm trying to help legitimize the field of cryptozoology. You don't think this is working? I'm having a good time. Listen, Link, you need to calm down. 
No, I'm sorry. Clark Dark can take command of the show and regale all of America with tales of werewolves and UFOs. Werewolves. Be serious, man. Uh, we're bears, on the other hand. Ah! Good night, Stacy. I'll text you. Lincoln, you have to finish the show. Yeah, Flinkin. Come on, man. I want to talk about Caddy. That's what tonight's monster is, right? Yes. Cadborosaurus. The origin of prehistoric mythology and the lack of any convincing evidence that it exists was going to be the topic. Now, I don't care what you talk about. I'm going home. Link, uh, can we talk privately for a moment? No, Stacy. Nothing you can say will change my mind. From the moment you told me I'd be sharing a mic. We don't really share mics, man. Like, we've each got our own, which is good, because I tend to get crumbs on things, you know. From the moment you told me I'd be spending time with this hackneyed, sensationalist imbecile, I knew in my heart things were going to sour very quickly. We are simply incompatible. But that's the point of the radio show, Lincoln. You two argue, you odd couple it up, throw in some science, and we all get paid. Nothing, you say, is going to convince me to stay. Your contract with WCRO states that if you breach terms within the first 90 days, you have to return the $7,500 sign-on bonus. You still holding on to that money, Lincoln? Or did your museum just luck into new flooring? Did you just happen to find that Chinook old man of the woods tree stump carving at Target? Huh? If you still got that money, then by all means, go ahead and bail on us and go back to doing adjunct teaching at some community college where you can educate the future hairdressers and IT managers of the world. It's up to you, man. It really is. Hey, what kind of floors did you put in? Stacy? I, I just... Think fast. We're back on air in five, four, three... And we're back. Wasn't that fun? Yes, do shop at Ted's Tackle and Bait. You won't have to wait for... Ted's Tackle and Bait. Today's exploration, dear listener, will take us into the depths of the Pacific Coast, where we will discuss the history of one of America's most enduring mythological creatures. And how it totally exists. But first, indulge me, dear listener, and join me on a journey into a vast and new scientific realm and witness firsthand as I discover real, hard proof of a whole new animal species. Stacy, if you would cue up last month's field outing. Sure. Shortly after Clark and I met, he and Stacy joined me at the Morrow Institute to observe and record the results of some of my scientific studies. I think it gives a good picture, not only of my research and life work, but of the Morrow Institute as a whole. The Institute is located on 212 Rural Highway 7, just past the large water tower that is shaped like a potato. We are open seven days a week, eight hours a day, Though we close between the hours of three and four. That's a weird time to close. Uh, That's his uh, Judge Judy time. (laughs) She tells it like it is! (laughs) Regardless, I am open to visitors and eager to share my research with anyone who knocks at my door. (laughs) Transparency is something I value above all else. Who am I if not working for the people? And so, listeners, I hope you find this report illuminating. Wait, seriously, we're going to use the smudge tape? Super seriously. Stacy, cue the report. Listener, you may want to sit down for this. If you are listening in your car, you might want to pull over, perhaps into a Stuckey's or the like, for you will be amazed at the research I have done and the discoveries I have made into the great unknown. 
What you will hear next may drive some men to the point of madness, unable to conceive of a world and a god that would create such hideous and omnipresent creatures. It's a smudge. Roll tape! Uh, you do know that this is all digital, right? There's no tape. It's not like I'm operating a reel-to-reel. What is it, then? Uh, an MP3 file? Engage the MP3 file! <sighs> Just do it already. Testing. Test. Test. One, two, one, two. Uh, all right, it works. Uh, okay, so we're here live. Well, I mean, well, not live. We're here recorded uh, at the Morrow Institute for Cryptozoological Studies uh, or MICS Mics. What? No. I'm honored to be here in the den of F. Lincoln Morrow's mom's house, now transformed into the Institute. It's maybe the coolest place I've ever been. Uh, to my right is a large taxidermied Sasquatch. Looks like it's made with real fur of some sort. Uh, Lincoln, what's this Squatch made of? Ah, I see. Yes, this is quite a work of art, isn't it? It's made of various natural fibers, including the fur of an orangutan. It was created early in the 1900s when the poaching laws were, <laughs> let's say, flexible. I know, it's rather terrible shooting apes, but sometimes to make an omelet, you have to break a few orangutans. This is just a representation as of Semequis, of course. But note the low brow ridge, the low-set forehead, the rounded sagittal crest, much like that of a male gorilla. All of the elements identically described from culture to culture in the Pacific Northwest. Yes, the Squatch, as you call him, is a perfect example of all known descriptors of the beast dating as far back as the Aurignacian era when primitive man first began painting on cave walls. Ah, sort of like a suspect sketch, like the FBI would release to the news media. Exactly. I, I could spend all day discussing the history and legacy of bipedal humanoids, but we are here to look to the future, not the past. Follow me. What? Seriously? You have a secret stairway hidden behind a bookcase? That is completely Batman of you. <laughs> My dear Clark, you will soon learn that there are all sorts of things that are <laughs> Batman about me. Down these steps in my laboratory, you will find technology that is beyond your comprehending. Hey, guys! And also Stacy. Okay, listeners, if you're just joining us, we are reporting from F. Lincoln Morrow's special monster lab in the basement of his freaking monster museum, which is in this old Victorian house that his mother left to him. Upstairs is all this weird stuffed animals and stuff, dusty dioramas. Down here, though, bright white with colored test tubes, Bunsen burners, sciencey stuff. I will be posting pictures to my blog tonight for those who need a visual, and trust me, you are going to want a visual. This is not a monster lab, but yes, my mother was a woman of some means and thus was able to leave me this her childhood home. Before my family moved in, it was a brothel. Now it is an incubator for cutting-edge science, from the very basest of human instincts to the most noble. Mm, both seem pretty noble to me. Moving along, boys. Of course. Let me just light my workspace. And... Uh, hey, Stacy. Oh, hey, Clark. How are you liking this so far? Oh, it is amazing. You were totally right. This Moro guy is legit. Thanks for hooking us up. No problem. I sort of think it's my duty to bring all the weirdos in my life together gives my existence some symmetry. I mean, I've given up trying to meet normal people altogether. It's hopeless. 
I mean, normal people are boring. Yeah, sure. It would be terrible to actually have someone pick me up and take me on a date that included a movie and dinner instead of me watching him play World of Warcraft for five hours, where he occasionally shared a pizza combo with me. Occasionally. I feel this is perhaps coming from somewhere specific. Uh, Sorry, I had a rough night. Could you tell? No. Uh, you look great, though. Despite, you know, roughness. Well, thank you, Clark. Aha! Come! Gather round, for I will show you a new and mysterious creature that has heretofore never been seen on this ancient planet. I call it the Moroid, since I discovered it. <laughs> oh, I... Uh, it's a smudge. It is a previously undiscovered species of dust mite. Thus far, we have discovered the European dust mite, Dematophagoides pteranicinus, and the American house dust mite, Dematophagoides farinae, and scientists believe that was it. What a sad and ethnocentric view of the world. Ethnocentric? It's like racist. Racist dust mites. Indeed! This you are looking at is the South American dust mite. Note how it has ten legs. All previous mites only had eight This is a new and fascinating species discovery. Does it kill? Does it, say, infect its host and eat its brain from the inside? Close! It will make you sneeze. Lincoln, all dust makes you sneeze. Yes, but the velocity of sneeze from a South American dust mite is 0.0000001 times more violent and mucus-filled than the sneeze from a European or American dust mite. I attributed it to the South American climate and the general fieriness of their inhabitants. That somehow seems more racist than not believing in it. I could be wrong, but I rarely am! I discovered this species while attending a cryptozoological convention in Costa Rica last May. I found my hotel room to be poorly ventilated and only sporadically clean. As such, I spent a long and paella-filled night sneezing, and not only that, but sneezing with greater urgency than I was used to. So naturally, my inquisitive mind set to work as I collected all of the dust in the room to research. I also scrubbing bubbled the shower and toilet. Really, the housekeeping in this place left a lot to be desired. When I returned to my lab a week later, I set out to clear up this mystery. Behold my tissue samples! That's kind of gross. Are those a bunch of used Kleenexes? Documented evidence of each and every sneeze. Oh, no. That's really gross. And kind of boring. When are we going to get to see Bigfoot? My dear Mr. Dark, there has been no hard evidence supporting any theories surrounding the Sasquatch. But here, before your eyes, is documented, unprecedented evidence of a new and dangerous species. It's a smudge on a lens. And even if it was a new dust mite... It is a new dust mite! I mean, I'm not sure this is going to pack people into the museum, Mr. M. Get out! Lincoln, come on! No, no, I can see now. That's fine. It's almost three o'clock anyhow. I have an appointment at 3 p.m. Oh, well, now I feel bad. Stacy, I'll give you a call later. I have a lot of things to do. Lecture to prepare, data to, uh, paperwork. Thank you for coming. I think you can find your way back out. Just go up the stairs, out the bookcase, past the Roswell exhibit, and take a left at the photon conductor. Come on, Clark. Well, gee, I... Alright. It's been great seeing this place, Mr. Morrow. Thanks for the invite. Uh, 
Yikes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt his feelings. Uh, are we still on for the radio show? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to him. Uh, don't worry about it. I mean, I believe in this show, and I believe you guys will make great co-hosts. It's just going to take some work. I didn't think he'd be so touchy. You have no idea. So you see, ladies and gentlemen, a true discovery and a lesson for myself to edit better. Still, the South American dust mite is one of my crowning achievements, and I want to do Truth Seekers on Portal to Possibility to be the first to hear of it. More of my findings will be published in Scientific Monthly, so check that out wherever all scientific journals are sold. Ah, I didn't know you were getting published. Congrats, man. Yeah, that's great. Yes, well, I put a lot of man hours and couldn't be prouder of my accomplishments. Hey, hey, looks like we got a caller on the line. Are we taking calls already? <laughs> Probably someone wanting to congratulate me on my findings. Hey, 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 this is Jimbo, first-time listener and first-time caller. I was wondering when you were going to talk about vampires some more, and specifically why they aren't sexy. And if they aren't sexy vampires, then what should my girlfriend dress up as on Halloween? Hey, Jimbo, so vampires, right? Vampires of legend are like blood-sucking immortals who are all brooding and lack reflections and are either super moody about it or are awesome kick-ass like sadistic mothers who love feasting on humanity until kids with super soakers full of holy water smoke them out. I think we all know the details of this fictional character. That's right, fiction. Real vampires are undead demon beasts who suck the blood out of mammals, but they rarely interact with humans. Uh, think more chupacabra than our pats. They live in the Bavarian forests and feed on the animals there like any predator would do. They hunt at night, duh, and they eat their prey from the inside out, kind of like a spider. And the proof? Well, I mean, the German government has tried to eliminate the species. You can imagine the kind of dent it puts in the ecosystem. Why do you think Merkel was so uh, bent out of shape over the NSA typing her phones? Because of the vampires? I mean, yeah, among other things uh, that the country wants to keep hidden. But yeah, the German government, it has been on top of it. Uh, they finally got their tourism industry back up and running. The last thing they need is for the world to find out that they're trying to exterminate a whole species. I mean, you know, again. You really don't expect us to believe. Uh, guys, the board is all lit up. Calls are flooding in. Seems people have all sorts of questions about this vampire stuff. I even have a former German official who would like to give some more information. Well, I guess we can entertain this notion a bit longer. After a word from our sponsor. Seriously, guys, the phones have been ringing off the hook. Not only are people listening, but they are fired up. Sure, you know, there's some kooks, but there's also some legitimate scientists on the line waiting to talk to you. Awesome. I knew this show was a surefire hit. Yes, well... Listen, as a man of science, aren't you driven to explore the impossible? Isn't that what this whole show's about? Well, uh, no South American dust mite. Uh, I can see how discussing this creature could be entertaining. That's all we're trying to do here, right? Right! So let's get on the air and do this thing. Well, currently we are out of time. Next time, we're going to get on the air and do this thing. Sounds good. And we're back. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Can it be? Afraid so. 
So join us next time, intrepid explorers of the weird and unknown, the owner and proprietor of the Northwest Montana Mystery Spot and Gravity Vortex. Join us as we delve into the depths of the strange and mysterious on... Portals to Possibility! I am F. Lincoln Meadow. I'm Clark Dog. And remember, don't be a true believer. Believe in the truth! And monsters are real! Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.